healing starts with you. You have to choose that you want to actually thrive in your life. And that starts with investing in yourself. I offer a four-week commitment to start your healing journey. Yes, this is a commitment. It's a commitment to yourself, to the life that you want to see become a reality and to a healthier way of living. It includes private coaching sessions with me. It requires you to do weekly homework tailored specifically to what you are going through in your journey and also access to my nine-week online course. If you're feeling like you're stuck in something you can't get out of, this is the first step towards happiness. Sign up today on my website in the links below. Hey guys, welcome back. Thanks for joining me this week. Let's talk about self-abandonment. This is a great topic because it embodies all of the mental health practices that we are discussing on this channel. So self-parenting, um, how to be emotionally healthy, how to be mentally healthy, all of those concepts really tie into this ability to abandon ourselves. And it's something that we learn how to do as kind of a coping mechanism when we're in childhood and it just trickles into our teenage and adult years and it really causes a tremendous amount of problems and a lot of times people don't even realize that they're doing it and they don't realize that the bulk of their problems have to do with this element of self-abandonment. Now, what is self-abandonment? Self-abandonment is the ability to reject, ignore, suppress parts of yourself. So what you're thinking and how you're feeling when we reject it, when we when we suppress it, when we just ignore it altogether, when we can even put some guilt and shame on it, those are self-abandonment things that we do. A lot of people abandon themselves, not really intentionally, but they do it because this is the programming. This is how they were raised. They were raised to be left to their own devices, they were ignored, they were not validated, they were not soothed properly growing up. And so when those things kind of stack against you, you learn how to basically do to yourself what was done to you. And it doesn't mean that it was done to you every single time, but it does mean that majority of the time um, you were abandoned. You were either physically abandoned or emotionally abandoned. When that happens, we lose this natural ability to stay connected to ourselves. And that's something that we're born into, we're born into this world, into this body, into this life, knowing how to be connected to ourselves. So when we're hungry, we cry. When we need something, we whine or, you know, we make noises. When we're a toddler, we know that we want that toy and we go after it. When we reach a certain point, we know that we want to begin walking and we don't give up until we learn how to walk. And so it's that ability to stay connected to yourself that we lose over time. And really that's the thing that you're trying to always get back to. Self-abandonment is really the consequence of ignoring yourself. And it's the consequence of not really dealing with what you think, how you feel and being hyper-focused on other things. So when we are very focused on our kids, our work, um, our lives, but not really focused going inward, be, being able to go inward is, that's a skill. That's something that you should have been taught how to do. It's something that should have been mirrored to you. And it's something that you should have learned over time how to do because that is the number one thing that you need to know how to do to take the best care of yourself. Uh, if you're watching this and majority of the world doesn't know how to do that because it's not something that we're taught, it's not something that is cultivated in many different societies because 
We're dealing with generational programming that's happening. And so now we're at a place in our evolution where we're awakening to what was supposed to actually happen. What was it supposed to really look like? And this is where we start to kind of realize, oh, this is what it was supposed to look like. And this is how I'm supposed to take care of myself. And we begin learning these concepts and then we begin practicing these concepts. When you begin practicing them, you start to feel better. Someone, a client just recently asked me like, you know, how long does it really take to feel better? It really doesn't take that long. It's just about having the right expectations on what this is going to look like. So self-development uh, self and personal development and mental health and all those things is not that we learn this and we never experience negative emotions. You're going to, you're human, this is called life but it is about learning how to properly deal with them. And it is learning how to be very in tune with yourself so you can take the best care of yourself. Now, when we don't give ourselves what it is that we really need, when we kind of like ignore, reject, or suppress those parts of ourselves, this is where the real problems come into play. This is where ultimately we end up settling for things that we don't really want. We end up getting in relationships that we shouldn't be in. We end up having addictions. We end up having stress. We end up having anxiety. We end up having. Discover the remarkable journey of anonymous John. No one likes feeling alone, anxious, or overweight, but John refused to let his circumstances define him. When his weight ballooned to a staggering 600 pounds, he made a choice to take control of his life. He began documenting his journey in his journal and after shedding his first 103 pounds, he decided to share his story with the world. Through his journal, he offers inspiration and hope to anyone struggling with similar challenges. If you're looking to be inspired and uplifted, the Anonymous John podcast is for you. Join us on this journey of transformation and visit our website, theanonymousjohn.com. Panic because we're not really dealing with like the root cause of what we're feeling, what we're thinking and giving ourselves what we need or, or going after the things that we do need and pushing ourselves out of our comfort zone. So when we kind of stay stagnant or like I said, we reject or suppress those parts of ourselves you start to just build this like disconnection with yourself. And the more that disconnection happens, the more you actually will probably look for things outside of yourself in order for you to feel better. This is typically when we start to look for relationships to kind of like fill us up and soothe us. This is when we really dive into addictions, whether it's shopping, eating, you know, porn, sex, relationships, uh, FOMO, or a multitude of other addictions, drugs, alcohol, et cetera, just to kind of like escape what's really going on and the fact that we're actually not attuned and aligned with ourselves and giving ourselves the things that we really need in order to feel our best. Some of those things that we need to give ourselves are like physical things, but a lot of them are emotional. A lot of them are just your ability to not judge yourself. I was telling um, a client the other day, you know, if you just practice for a solid week, not judging how you feel, you will be amazed at how just this weight is lifted off of you because there's so much shame and guilt and judgment that we put on ourselves for what we think and how we feel. And that ability to just validate and just sit for one second with it allows you to move through things faster. You'll heal faster if you're looking to heal from some kind of an experience that you've been through or if you're in this like period of life where you're going through something, whether it's like a depression or anything like that, you'll be able to really move through this if you don't suppress. Um, same thing with really achieving things. 
your ability to achieve a goal is going to be about the little steps that you're doing every single day. And if you are not giving yourself a pat on the back for that little step and you're judging it or shaming it, like you should have taken a bigger one, guess what? You don't really want to work hard for that person, for that that boss or that manager that doesn't really appreciate the little things that you're doing every single day that you know took a lot of work to do. Most people really just walk around completely numb. They're numb to who they are. They're numb to what they think. They're numb to how they feel. So when you go to therapy, for example, it's a great outlet to have because, or even coaching or even just talking to a friend, quite frankly, because it allows you to like get out of your own way where you can actually let out the things that are really bothering you. And the more you kind of release and the more you're doing that inner work, you start to feel better. What we're trying to learn how to do is foster a relationship with ourselves. And so when that relationship isn't fostered and it's not watered and it's not given the proper nutrients, it's going to really suffer. And the whole process that you're going through is going to be extremely painful. We're not really taught how to stay attuned to what we need. And then we're definitely not taught how to give ourselves the things that we need. So when that is just the constant in your life, you're going to feel resentment, you're gonna get exhausted, you're gonna get stressed, you're not gonna be happy, you're not gonna achieve your goals, you're not gonna have the relationships that you really want. And then you kind of stop and you're like, what's the problem? And and the problem really is, is that you just haven't learned how to nurture yourself, that you're constantly rejecting yourself and you are really the last person that you're actually taking care of. Once you kind of realize that your happiness is really an inside job and you take full responsibility for it and you start practicing these concepts and doing these little things, you gain momentum. Life starts to feel better and you kind of move through like the gray season of your life and you get to the sunshine. And then when another dark cloud starts to come at you, it doesn't mean you're going to just like always be in sunshine. You, You know, that dark cloud might actually take hold of you, but you know how to get through the storm. The worst thing in the world is not knowing how to really take care of yourself when you're kind of ebbing and flowing in life and not knowing how to really have the things that you want and not really working on that inner self. And it, and it really starts with as corny as it sounds, as cliche as it sounds, it really starts with learning how to be your own best friend. How often do you just kind of like live your life, live your day, and you just are completely ignoring yourself all day long because you're super focused on other things, whether it's your job or or just outside stimuli, and you're not really kind of doing those like check-ins with yourself throughout the day to make sure that like you're doing good. I mean, we've all been there, and it's very easy just to like fall off the the track of, hey, let me take the best care of myself. And usually it's when we start to hit like a little bit of pain or enough pain that we kind of wake up and say, well, I need to make a change. Like something has to happen. And and we start incorporating like these these good things into kind of like our daily life. So when you're, it's normal to fall off track or maybe you've been off track for a really long time, but this is about creating like new habits in your life to start having like a different outcome than what you've been having. So before you say yes to everything and just taking on other people's problems, you know, we're really trying to work on codependency. We're trying to work on like really being connected with ourselves. We have to be able to ask ourselves questions throughout the day. So I will challenge you for the rest of this week to number one, validate everything that you think and feel. And and the more you can kind of like stop and check in with yourself, hey, what's going on? How do you feel? What do you need? What's bothering you? You are essentially a babysitter. 
and you're learning how to babysit yourself for the very first time. So when you're asking yourself these questions, here are the questions that I want you to ask yourself. Before you say yes to anyone, I want you to ask yourself, who am I doing this for? Am I doing it for this person or am I doing this for myself? Am I doing it because I want to do it or am I doing it because I feel guilty or I, sh or I think I should be doing it? The next question you should always be asking yourself is why do I want to do this? Do you feel guilt? Do you feel fear? Do you think you should be doing something but you really don't want to be doing it? The next thing is, is it good for me to do this right now? Those are great questions to kind of start asking that like inner part of yourself so you can really help him or her figure out what is really the motive behind doing what I'm doing and learning how to, when that kind of like inner self, like needs a nap, needs to go for a run, needs to go eat something healthy, needs to go to bed early, needs to get off the phone and just unwind or listen to a meditation or whatever it is. Even when that part of you needs or wants to do something that you know isn't good for you, it's your ability to have, or it's your job to really practice having the discipline of saying no to yourself. And this is where you start cultivating like a healthy sense of self, a healthy self versus that part of you that just always wants to either play the victim or get what he or she wants and it's not really good for you. So it's your job to learn and practice how to be more of the adult and less the child. We know how to play the child role. We know how to play the victim role. It's very, very easy to kind of step in those shoes. This is about cultivating the adult self and the adult self learning how to take over kind of like that, the mind really, and those thoughts and, and that ability to just want to suppress. You no longer have to reject, ignore, or suppress yourself. You can actually learn how to take the best care of yourself and start practicing that right now. So I hope you guys have enjoyed this video. I hope it gave you some great tips on how to stop abandoning yourself. I am telling you, this is the number one thing that everyone has to work on. Just becoming really focused on your own self and learning how to be with yourself is the most fundamental thing you will ever learn how to do and it will wholeheartedly change your life. So I hope you guys have enjoyed this. If you did, don't forget to give it a thumbs up and don't forget to click subscribe. If you have not subscribed to this channel, I make new videos twice a week. We have shorts going on. There's so much information in terms of mental health and all types of stuff. So I hope you have gotten some value from this video and I will see you in the next one.